0: Hey guys, welcome to 2023 in the My Home, My Mission podcast. I am Chris, and uh, hey, we're kicking off 2023. Jordan and I were talking about... Uh, some of the great content that we got to deal with in this past year that uh, really deserves an encore in what we're doing. So the next five weeks, we're going to go back into the vault and we're going to cover some dating relationship podcasts that came through uh, that we thought were just so incredible. So as you're kicking off this new rhythm for your life, as you're talking about the How you make new choices and new changes uh, for 2023. If you're in the dating scene or you know someone who is, we hope this is going to be a blessing to you. It's an incredible uh, set of teachings from some great young adults who have been on our team through the intern program who talked about the subject of dating and family and uh, all of those pieces. I don't want you to miss that. I hope you'll enjoy it. And then we're going to be back live and in studio uh, in five weeks and. We will kick off uh, and uh, pick up our 2023 programming from there. So God bless. Enjoy the messages.
1: Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family.
0: Hey, friends, welcome to My Home, My Mission podcast. Glad to have you with us today. I am in studio.
1: This is Chris, and I'm in studio with my co-host, Jordan. Welcome back. It's been a little while. We did a little refresher course for the past few weeks. Yeah, for real.
0: That's exactly right. And uh, it is good to be back together and uh, back on task Um, This is episode, I think, 47 now. Um, It's hard to believe, man. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary of this thing, and uh, it's been good. We've just done... Uh, just wrapped up a series on the habits, uh, which was kind of a re a relaunch of some stuff we did in the very early days. And today we're kicking off in this one here. We're kicking off the beginning of a of a multi week series on the subject of dating. Here's kind of the big idea. We know that one of the most uh, anxiety inducing difficult, stressful, I've got to go get a, uh, a lifetime subscription to maylocks or Tums kind of li- areas of life, is raising kids into adolescence. And that carries with it um, this process of dating in that Years, uh, it's often one of the major considerations. So we're going to take the next several weeks, and we're going to talk from the perspective of uh, you know what's the purpose of dating, you know, biblically, and then practically. Maybe some of our experience. We're going to talk about uh, how, as parents, you kind of set rules and considerations, how to prepare folks for dating, and then we're going to spend some time talking with um, uh, some other parents. Uh, we're going to talk with some couples that are in the process of dating and uh, get some perspective from them, uh, from maybe the the young couple side of things, uh, looking back at it from a parenting side. So, listen if you've if you've not uh, subscribed yet, you really ought to because the next several weeks are going to be absolutely incredible um, for the kind of content. I've not heard other podcasts that really do get into the content that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, from this way. So I'm excited about it and looking at it. And uh, Jordan, as we're talking about dating, um, here in the Jesus circles, so we talk about dating from a standpoint of purpose. And there are probably two ends of the spectrum, on the far ends of the spectrum. One of those Mm -hmm. is you only date someone with the intention of marrying them. And then you've got maybe on the far end of the spectrum, dating is just a social... Uh, step in the journey. It's part of learning how to relate to the opposite sex and to deal with uh, coupleness in social gatherings and things of that nature. So um, as we talk about that, where should we be thinking? Where should Jesus people be thinking on the subject of dating from your perspective?
1: Yeah, that's a big, big question. And and you're right. I mean, this really is a, a subject that's that's on a lot of people's mind. And that's a question that's on a lot of people's mm-hmm. mind. I, I know that I've been over in, uh, in our student building a couple of times talking about this. Yeah. And nothing grabs attention like this subject. Right. And the reason for that is a lot of people are thinking about it and it's on a lot of people's mind. And so when we get to the purpose behind it, I, I can't help but uh, have, to, have to come to the conclusion that God's wired us for these relationships. He's, Mm -hmm. he's wired people to be together. And we know scripturally that he created man and woman to be together as Mm -hmm. partners and, um, and partners in the mission specifically. But when we get, when we take a big step back and look at purpose, God created us to be in relationship with each other, to be partners in mission Mm -hmm. and accomplishing his purposes on the earth. Um, so, those are that's the the marriage kind of yeah. purpose. That doesn't mean that God doesn't allow other other benefit, other purpose in relationships that don't result in marriage. Eventually, we learn a lot in these relationships, and I think we can do it in a way that brings God glory whenever we treat His um, you know, people that are made in His image the that's way right. that He's designed. So I think I think you can kind of cover both both areas that way
0: yeah and i you know i'd I'd completely agree with that so i think there is a purpose but i don't know that uh you get it right the first time always so sometimes there's a learning process through that about who you are socially compatible with and so forth maybe the one thing we could we could say pretty definitively um dating just to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend is outside of god's design first of all the word dating doesn't appear anywhere in the Greek New Testament or the Hebrew (laughs) Old Testament or in the Aramaic. It's not there. The idea of courting uh, kind of is a little bit, but um, uh, engagement might even fit in there to some degree. Uh, But the idea of dating, just to say, hey, I don't have a boyfriend. I need to go get one. Let me go down uh, here and ask this guy to go out with me or ask this girl to go out with me. That's nowhere anywhere. So that's probably not as helpful. Um, But uh, there are some things to be gained in you know the social relationship that God can work uh, through there redemptively in finding that. So uh, finding a mate. So I I wonder if if you're a parent you're guiding your kids. So you've got a you've got a preteen. Uh, at your place, and then you've Mm -hmm. got a couple back behind uh, him that uh, will be coming through eventually, Uh, so your rest of your hair will fall out and all that fun stuff will happen eventually. But um, as you're thinking through this, what are some boundaries or some rules that maybe you and Carolyn are thinking about um, that you're going to put in place or try to uh, instill in your kids of how to find a right mate? Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad I tossed that to you and you didn't
1: get the mic first. Yeah. See, I went to um, I went to a Christian college early on. I went to a Christian college the whole way through because I'm a pastor and I needed to. Right. Um, but you know, there you kind of expect, okay, I, here is a good place to find a spouse because these are some there's Christian ladies here who are all you know kind of like minded and right. that sort of thing. Um, and then I ended up not meeting Carolyn that way. I met her a totally different way. Right. Um, but I, I would say, you know, we've got to, we got to model to our kids early on that back to that purpose and God's design and the whole thing, of course, if that design is to, to be on mission together, to serve the Lord together, then this person, number one, has to know Jesus, has yep. to have a relationship with him and be following him faithfully. Uh, that's important for a, a Christian boy or girl to know that's first and foremost, who I'm looking for. And I'm going to skip over a whole bunch of things in between. I'm sure there are a lot more. But I would say on the, on the other side of this, this has to be somebody who you enjoy being around. This is somebody yep. that you have fun with, that you're friends. Um, you, you, you could pick out a whole number of uh, Christian people and you wouldn't want to spend your life with them if you don't get along with them. That's a good word. <laughs> so yeah. you gotta like each other, right? Yep, yep. Um, so that whole physical attraction and um, and even just attraction, as in, I, I just love being with this person. I can't imagine not being with this person. That's important too.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, man, that's such a it's such a big deal there. So um, to your first point, you know, somebody who's who's going to be a believer. If you're a Christ yeah. follower. Um, you know, I think the biblical principle there, don't be unequally yoked. So you mm-hmm. want to be connected with somebody who you share some basic values in Christ. Um, so that's a big piece. So you and I would both oppose dating evangelism. The idea of dating someone oh, yeah. in order to win them to Jesus is makes about as much sense as a football bat. I mean, it's just not going to work. So uh, we agree with that, no doubt. Uh, the other one, find somebody you like, I think, Uh, as I'm I'm looking at that, we may not know exactly who we like um, or what we're into initially. So we may not get that one right all of a sudden. Uh, We ought to be able to get the Jesus side right, right from the jump. Um, But but the other, maybe not so much. So um, I guess I would say that uh, that's maybe a repudiation of the idea that I need a boyfriend or a girlfriend as arm candy who raise mm. my social status or keep me along or, or what have you. I don't need to date the cheerleader uh, just so that everybody knows I'm dating the cheerleader. I need to find somebody uh, who I'm compatible with, makes me laugh, that I enjoy being around, to your point. Um, and if they happen to be the cheerleader, awesome. But if they're also head of the chess club instead, that's fine as well. Um, it could be you know anywhere along the gamut personal relational compatibility should be more than whatever that does for my pride or, or otherwise, you know, along the way. So that's, that's good, man. That's good. Um, So as you're thinking about that, you're helping your kids get to an understanding. You need to be looking for a Jesus person. You look for a person that's relational boundaries as parents. I think we can help in that by not uh, putting pressure on, How quickly do you get a boyfriend or, hey, are you got a boyfriend yet? Are you dating or are you whatever? So that kind of creates an expectation that you've got to have one. So we want to avoid that uh, from that standpoint. What about rules in dating? Did you guys have any rules or have you thought through at this point, like, at what age you'll let your children date or is it a maturity thing or um, have you just decided they'll be 60 before they're allowed to go out on a date or yeah. yeah
1: man yeah we're working through this right now it's it's one of those things that that we don't have figured out and I'm I'm sort of in the process of listening and hearing yeah. what what have these other parents done and um, I, I just I'm excited about these conversations we're going to talk about and uh, have in the next couple of weeks episodes. Um, but yeah, as far as ages go, it's, it's got to be, we, there there are a lot of dangers and traps that come along with dating as, as you know, um, if you're listening, I, I want to see in our kids that they have, um, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna fail. They're gonna fall and have yep. to get back up and all of those things. But I want to see it at, at some point that they're ready to handle some of these big issues that come along with dating that, um, that they're ready to, to deal with the, the emotional relationship of another person, you know, because, because right now, you know, as kids, the relationship you have with other, uh, with other kids is just, you, you play together, you get in a little arguments and it's over and all that's kind of playful. Mm-hmm. But once you get into that dating relationship, you're, you're, you're into some deeper waters. Yep and so i i just want to see some maturity in some areas that they're able to handle that but as far as an age i don't, i definitely will say this there's for me there's not an age yeah it's definitely more than just a, an age not like driving a car uh but I don't know when that is yet. Probably forty or fifty. Yeah, forty or fifty, <laughs>
0: especially for the daughters. No, uh, well, you know, Jody and I, we've kind of crossed over that pathway already, and we we took kind of a similar tack. We wanted to see a level of maturity in the boys um, that. So we thought of it more as milestones than you know particular birthdays or whatever. Do you have the ability to mm-hmm. handle emotionally these kind of things? And and you're not going to get it right. And by the way, I think that's good. Uh, if you're going to blow it, I want you to blow it while you live under my roof. Because I've got the maximum opportunity to invest in you and help you reshape your thinking in that process. It's a whole lot better than if you're out in young adult world in college or in the workforce and you're just now experimenting and trying to figure it out. And now you're not even you don't even know that I know anything at that point. And I don't. There's nothing that compels you to listen to me. So uh, I definitely want to do that. Um, by way, as far as ages and all, one of the things we did for our kids and we had to set these kind of rules out there. We set curfews for our sons, Um, you know, when they started, whether they could go out with friends uh, or they could group date or they could date, we set standards and said, you know, bedtime, uh, everybody's in by 11, don't be late. If you're going to be late, if something terrible's happening, you're going to be late. I should hear about that long before uh, by way of phone calls or text. Uh, We made sure our kids had cell phones um at that stage where they could be out and about and uh my boys when they could drive i gave them each uh uh, an american express card tied to our account so that they always had gas money they always had food money. they would never be in a place where they were stranded and couldn't call or stranded and couldn't get somewhere they were always covered for that so i took away those excuses up front and then uh, we determined who could be in the car with them or couldn't be in the car. So you couldn't date a girl and just go pick up some her or some friends and get in the car and just disappear or whatever. Uh, we had to know if there was going to be somebody in the car with you or if you're going to be in the car with someone. Those were rules that we had um, along the way. We encouraged relationships, um, you know, at our home. So uh, if you want to bring Uh, a friend over then come to the house you can come hang out with us and uh, whether that's dating or just friends hanging over for doing whatever so all of those were pieces that we kind of set down uh, on the front end did you experience any kind of rules or uh, boundaries like that growing up because by the way those were not the boundaries I had growing up but uh, did you experience anything like
1: that oh let me think that was a while ago Uh, but no there, there weren't a whole lot of those kind of Uh, boundaries necessarily I think there was a there was a level of expectation definitely in Mm -hmm. my in my home Um, but but not really clear and and some of that is because like a lot of our listeners my uh, my mom and dad were in different homes Mm -hmm. Um, and so we had a little bit of a you know different rules different houses that sort of thing and so Not only were some things just not really talked about, um, but some uh, each parent may have had a little bit different level of accountability for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: that makes sense, and um, and and I think you can have that even in the same home. So uh, Jody's perspective of dating differed than mine. uh, Some of the boys, Um, in some ways, she was more protective than I was. In some ways, I was uh, I was more. Uh, maybe more protective or more skeptical in some areas than she was. Um, you know, so we we had to balance one another out in uh, mm-hmm. in many of those ways. Here's one of the things I think is important, and uh, I imagine we'll get into this in the conversations that will follow in the coming weeks, but I think preparing uh, for kids that are going to be in a dating relationship, preparing for those days where you're helping them walk through, requires that you do some stuff even now. So, I mean, even with your... Um, you've got a preteen, and then you've got, uh, you've got a couple of youngers, a couple of littles. So, I mean, really building the foundation for that communication, that relationship, that back-and-forth dialogue really begins now. So what are some of the things that you would say to parents that maybe have a 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old, uh, as they're thinking, man, I don't have to worry about this for several years, what are some ways you would tell them to prepare now so that the foundations laid as they start coaching their kids through dating relationships.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think the it's always you can always talk to them. You can always tell them what you expect and and find those moments where you find those teachable moments and talk about what relationships ought to look like and those kind of things. But I think in my experience, I, I think the most effective thing is always how you model it. And so, how. Uh, Husbands, how you treat your wife and how you are in relationships. Wives, how you treat your husband. And then how do you treat them? How are they treated? And so they are they are going to one day be looking for, let me just use my daughters, for example. They'll one day be on the dating scene, right? right? right. And so they're going to be looking for a, a, a young man who treats them uh, as good or probably below as I've treated them hmm. um, because that's going to be their expectation. Yeah. They're going to expect to be treated the way that I've treated them. And so one of the things I have to constantly remember is I, I have to treat them in a way that that exhibits this is how they need to be treated by everybody the rest of their lives Um in a way that respects them and, and all that. So I have to keep that in mind when, um, in discipline, I have to keep that in in mind in the way that they feel valued by me Mm -hmm. and that, you know, my little girls, that they feel like their daddy loves them and cares about them and would protect them no matter what. Yep. Um, because they're building right now their expectation and they're building out their, their picture of what a husband looks like by what they see me do. That's
0: exactly right, and uh, and critically important. So modeling's a big deal of that. Open communication, transparency, some of those things we talked about before, building of trust are certainly big pieces that we uh, we want to be there. From um, as a dad of sons, one of the things I tried to do to prepare our boys is to not focus on uh, the things that other people might value a girlfriend in by saying, "Man, she's super." cute, or she's really good-looking girl, or she's super whatever, uh, but to kind of always remind them, you know, it's what that's what's on the inside is of great value. You know, is she a nice person? Is she a, um, you know, she's got a great personality, she loves Jesus, she's got her head on straight, those sort of things. So uh, I think trying to build some of those values into our kids uh, on the front end is sur- super helpful as well, so... Um, So, hey, I guess the big idea of that is if you're a parent here and you're saying, man, my kids aren't there yet, you don't have to check out. This is important. You're going to be there uh, sooner than you probably expected you would be. So uh, you can prepare now. And if you... Uh, if you've got kids of dating age or you know people that do, I think you should definitely plan to tune in for the next several weeks Mm -hmm. as we talk about the subject of dating and the different perspectives we bring. It's going to be really informative, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I know you
1: are as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts? or? Oh, I'm, I'm just excited about this. I think it's going to help a lot of parents. I'm looking forward to how it's going to help me and Carolyn. As we kind of navigate this for the first time.
0: So So we're going to get to experience that together and uh, glad we get to be on the journey. And glad you're joining us on the journey as uh, uh, you listen um, faithfully to the podcast. If this is a blessing to you, I hope you'll share it with some others along the way. And uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you again soon.
1: Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.